We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, let's talk about this trade deadline, though, uh, until we get Horvath. We're trying to get him. Um, so what is it? We're, we're talking about the framework. More and more is coming out about whom is going west on the three-team deal between the Lakers, go to hell, the Jazz, don't like you either, and the Minnesota Timberwolves, <laughs> meh. Um, what is, wh- who, whomst is going where and for what, and how does that affect the Portland Trailblazers? The framework of this is that Mike Conley from the Utah Jazz will end up in the uh, Twin Cities, Minneapolis. Okay. D'Angelo Ooh, Russell. I actually like that. That's Conley playing with that Petty team. veteran, handing, giving the ball, turning the team over to Anthony Edwards, who has had, over the last six weeks has been probably the second best guard in the Western Conference behind Damian Lillard. And if you need to have a little pick-and-roll action with Gobert and uh, Conley, you can do that because uh, they have familiarity with each other too. I actually like that. I like that's not bad. It's, it's, it's definitely an interesting thing because here's the thing. The Timberwolves gave up everything for... Rudy Gobert. Yes, they, they cannot afford to miss the playoffs. Mm, they cannot. That's that's it's not a thing that they can do. No. So then you're going to send D'Angelo Russell back to the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Utah Jazz will send uh, Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt as well to the Lakers. What will happen is is Russell Westbrook's forty five million dollar salary will get sent to the Utah Jazz. And they will get, I think, they're going to get draft compensation. It will be one of the 2027 or 2029 firsts. I think it's going to be the 2029 because I don't, as I've been texting back and forth, and and it sounds like Utah is trying to pry them both. I don't think they're going to get I wonder how protected that will be. They will be unprotected. Unprotected? They will, I would be willing to bet money they they are unprotected. But I think they're only going to get one, and I think it's going to be the 2029. That is juicy. It's a juicy pick. That for which is why Utah would do this, and they they pull the rug out on on any other deals that they had in the works because obviously the framework had been discussed with Portland Mm -hmm. on uh, widely reported by the way. Yes, um, with Portland, this was always the issue: was could Danny get a first round pick? And then Malik Beasley was also we we heard Mm -hmm. initially that he would pair those guys for a first. Yep. But there have been reports uh, attaching Beasley to other trades, not with Portland, because they weren't getting that first-round pick. This is desperation. This is desperation by the Lakers coming in, too. If you're giving up that 2029 pick, that is the that may be the holy grail for Danny Ainge's war chest that he is he's putting together that he's acquired from Minnesota and now L.A. Yes, uh, as well as Cleveland and the Donovan Mitchell deal. Like They, they have got... It's them and OKC. Man. But, they they own the drafts going forward. But but the Cleveland one though, I, I do feel like they will they will be more stable moving forward. That's but here's the question: Donovan Mitchell's deals up in two years, yeah, or a year after this year, and there is thoughts that he may opt out. Okay. So and if that happens, then what happens to Cleveland? Uh, uh, then you're but Kobe Altman, like you have this idea he's that smart. he's stable, yeah, he's smart. 
he's smarter than Dan Gilbert. <laughs> but perhaps, but perhaps the, yeah. there is a reset in there. Yeah, and you get that opportunity. Ooh. Listen, Dan, this is how Danny Ainge got Jason Tatum. I I'm well aware. Yeah, this is not, this is how he, they did this. Then they traded Danny, back they in the Markel Fultz deal. Yep, and this is they. Danny Ainge knows how to strip mine mm. a team and how to get going in three to four years. Fun fact. Mm. You know, Darren Williams and Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. left the Nets with the same amount of playoff series victories. Wow. One? Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> uh, how this impacts the Portland Trailblazers. Obviously, they've been linked to Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah. And this is this is the one caveat that I was told, is if a first-round pick, and nobody thought the first was going to come. Yeah. And that's why I, I... I do remember you saying that a couple of weeks ago when we first were talking about this. Like, yeah. They want... Danny Ainge wants a first-round pick. And nobody it, thought it, it was going to come. It was being thought of in the same vein as Masai Ujiri's ideas of how many firsts Three firsts for OG. Yeah. And, and and it was... Ainge wants a first round for Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt, but who's going to give that up? Yeah. Uh, turns out, it's the Lakers, because Rob Palenka is dumb, and... Look, everybody asks the Lakers for more. There is a very real thing to that where the Lakers do There's have Lakers to give tax. up more yeah. in in trades because it's the Lakers. Nobody wants to see the Lakers do it. No, and the same thing with Portland free agency. Portland has to pay a premium because nobody wants to come to Portland. Like there's there's certain things that exist out there. The flip side of this is this does make the Lakers better. It's addition by subtraction of getting Russ the hell out of there. D'Angelo Russell is a is a plus player offensively, yeah. horrible defensively. Yeah. Malik Beasley is a, another shooter, which that would give the team one. They, they don't have any shooting. It is atrocious. Okay. So now you've got a little bit of floor spacing, which I've heard that works really good with LeBron James. Oh, yeah. Call me crazy. He's never been successful at that. No, and then Jared Vanderbilt's another guy defensively who works as a playmaker who's can take on point of attack and take on big wings, can even be a, kind of a help side defender. Uh, to help out AD or or Thomas Bryant, uh, if Bryant continues to shoot threes uh, as well as he did against the Trailblazers, uh, I can tell you this right now, uh, he, he won't. Oh, okay. He he won't shoot that well. Uh, that was just like against the Blazers type thing. But um, we should also mention this trade has not been formalized yet. It is not. I, I this is reached... framework that has been and of uh, the big one is. Will the Lakers part with the with that first round pick? And if they do, then that's how this thing happens. This is Danny Ainge doing what he does. Yeah, so, seemingly somehow getting it done every single time. I have reached out to folks that are that are uh, locked in on this trade, so to speak, yeah. uh, or on this proposed trade. They all seem to believe that this has enough traction that everybody is signing signing off enough on the the basic framework. Uh, the thing that I believe is being worked out is which pick the Lakers send. Okay. So it does sound like it's going to happen. So All right. now where do the Blazers pivot to? Poll question at Danny and Dusty. If you go on the old Twitter bots there, give us a follow and uh, vote on this poll that we got going on right here. Will the Portland Trail Blazers make a deal in the next 24 hours? 69.5% nice said yes. 30.5% said no. Uh, I, I find that. Even even with Vanderbilt off the board, likely, I still feel very strongly okay, they're going to make was moves. My, that, yeah. Well, now does it become desperation to improve your roster a little bit? I don't believe that Jared Vanderbilt was the only player that they were pursuing. Okay, they need length. Yes. Without length, mm-hmm. there is no reason to make the playoffs mm-hmm. this year. Because, <laughs> because if that happens, 
then you, you sit They'll there. be over real quick. Well, I mean, I guess the only reason to make the playoffs happen is if that Chicago pick conveys when you make the playoffs. Yes. That's the only reason that you would do it. Um, but th- their ceiling is not high. It's not high at all. I mean, it wouldn't be – we're not sitting there and talking about the Jared Vanderbilt trade raising the ceiling that much higher, but as far as positioning, positioning you forward – into the off season, that one does help because then that checks one of the boxes that they would that they will have to address in the off season, which is getting depth and longer depth. If you go and you get a Jared Vanderbilt at the trade deadline, you don't need to address that in June or July. You need to address that, you know, you already do in February as opposed to doing it then. Now, if no deals made, the Blazers are having to continue to check the boxes of what makes us a competitive playoff team. Mm-hmm. And you have you still have a full list. You want to at least get a couple of those boxes checked off at this trade deadline, and then position yourself to make a bigger move in the offseason. And that's exactly what the Trailblazers are trying to do, regardless of of what happens around them. Is that they're still trying to make moves that make sense mm-hmm. for this team, for the immediacy in a sense, but it's about setting them up for the long haul. Ooh. I and for everybody who's like, oh, the Blazers are panicking. I don't. I don't think they are. Okay. I don't think they're going to make a panic move in any way. All right. That, that is not a sense that I have gotten from anyone. I'd like to see him make a big swing, but those I would are too. harder to do it, it, at you, the deadline. Those guys need to be available. That's the big thing. And then come this summer, I, I genuinely believe that it will be more than Kevin Durant possibly being available. You, you never know who's going to get frustrated. There's always or... somebody. Ants in their pants yes. in the next couple of months. So I just hope a move is made. A team flames out in the playoffs, and a guy who you thought was there long term. Yeah, I don't want to be here. I want a new favorite Blazer because we we it, now's the time to do it, right? Remember yes. This summer is Jabari Walker. Yeah, All Star. People thought summer league was awesome. Stud. <laughs> it was gonna be super great. fun. Beginning of the year. We actually had a couple of those. Mm-hmm. We we've had Shaden Sharp be that guy for stretches. Sure. Jeremy Grant, Hart, even uh, Josh Hart has had his little runs of it. But uh, I think we're due for a new one. Yeah, and the, that's what we need at the trade. Deadline. Are we forgetting about the mayor of Troutdale? Oh, Drew Eubanks. Yeah, but he's yeah. he's always beloved. Yeah, yeah. His run started at the end of last year, at about this time. Yeah, and we were like, hey, who do you root for? Oh, the guy who's from here. He's working real hard out there. Um, the 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 shack of Troutdale, or as he said with Brooke Olsendam, the Trout of Shackdale. Yes, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> All right, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.